Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the Star Line by New York Times bestselling author, speaker, and most importantly, multi-decorated combat vet, Sean Parnell. Thank you for your service, sir. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Let's go beyond the mic. You were at Clarion University studying what? Well, at the time, I wasn't really sure. <laughs> I was uh, I was sort of lost. I didn't really know what I wanted to be. Um, I think at the time, I was a elementary education major, and then I changed it to secondary education, and then 9-11 happened when I was a sophomore and changed my life forever. 9-11 was probably one of the most significant events in your life. How did it change it? Yeah, it really was. Um, I remember in the wake of that terrorist attack just being shaken to my core. I never thought that, we'd be, that we could be attacked on our own soil like that. 3,000 civilians dead in an instant. I, I just, I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. Two days after the attack... You know, I went down to the Army recruiter's office because I wanted to join the Army. I wanted to serve something greater than myself. I wanted to join the infantry, be on the front lines, go to airborne school and ranger school, all of that stuff. And I did. I ended up getting an opportunity to join the infantry. And I think three or four years after 9-11, I found myself in the 10th Mountain Division prepping to go to war in Afghanistan. It was really... It was really kind of crazy. Your latest book, All Out War, continues the fictional Eric Steele saga from your second book, Man of War. Yes, yes. And so I wrote, I wrote Man of War and All Out War after my first nonfiction book, Outlaw Platoon. You know, it's like, just to give you a quick sense of why I wrote that book, I mean, we, when I, I was in Afghanistan for 485 days. We were, my unit was thrown into the meat grinder. I took 85% casualties. We came back from the war, realized that most Americans didn't even realize that a war was going on in Afghanistan. And I said to myself, you know, I've got to do something to capture the memory or to preserve the memory of my troops. And so I wrote Outlaw Platoon uh, to do that. And after Outlaw Platoon became a New York Times bestseller, it gave me a platform to write fiction. Uh, I threw myself into serving our nation's veterans as well and started learning the trade of trying to write fiction just for the same reason. I just wanted to continue I wrote Eric Steele, essentially. I created the fictional character Eric Steele and the image of my troops because they were just so inspirational on the battlefield. And I wanted to continue to preserve their memory and legacy, only this time in fiction. Has writing been therapeutic for you since you returned home from Afghanistan? I think so, yeah. And if you think about it in the most simplest terms, it's like in some way, shape, or form, it's like you're taking the war out of yourself, out of your heart and your mind, and you're putting it on the page, Right. And then people pick up your story, and they read your story. And once they understand a little bit more about your story, it's like they help you bear the burden of, what, of, of the war. And as you know, war can be a really traumatic and trying experience for a lot of people. It really changes you. And so the more people that know and understand what you went through, the easier it is to come home. And so it, writing can be absolutely cathartic and therapeutic in many ways. Well, when I first read Man of War and then All Out War, it gave me a feeling of Don Pendleton's Mac Boland series in a richer sense. That's, that is just the coolest thing. That is so cool. It's almost overwhelming. You know, it's like I grew up reading guys like that. I, I grew up reading Tom Clancy and Lee Child and Brad Thor. I remember reading Brad Thor's first book, on combat outpost Margah. We built the very first combat outpost in Afghanistan. And I remember putting down that book and thinking, you know, if by God I can somehow make it out of here alive, 
I'm going to work hard to earn it and accomplish my dreams every day. And writing fiction has always been a dream of mine. So, you know, I get back from, from the war. I write a nonfiction book. You know, and by the way, writing was never in the cards for me. It was never something that I, I planned to do. You know, it was always a dream, but I never actually thought it would be possible. And so now I get to write fiction. And, oh, by the way, all of these legendary fiction writers have come out of the woodwork to support my, the start of this career. So it really has been overwhelming. It's been a pretty amazing thing to be a part of. Well, you've created Steel to be Human, flawed struggles. He makes mistakes, but he's always searching to find a way to make things right with his missions and his relationships. Gosh, that is, that is so true. That's exact. Eric Steele is a, is a real person. When he gets hit, it hurt. it when he gets hit it hurts and he struggles with all of the same things that our troops struggle with when they deploy he asks himself the question all the time is the mission worth it you know and when he deploys it's not just him that finds himself in, in harm's way you know, his family his girlfriend his mother bears the emotional scars and trauma of the deployment when soldiers deploy they don't deploy alone and so in All Out War, the beginning of this book, Eric Steele's got that question on his mind. Is the mission worth it? And then he gets attacked at his home, and his mom gets hurt as part of the mission, you know? And he goes out on a mission for revenge, and as he's out hunting down this terrorist that attacked him and hurt his mother, he gets drawn into a much larger conspiracy, the likes of which this nation has never seen before. I want people to read the book because it's outstanding, but I'm torn by a, a portion of the book. It's Really early in the book, when your protagonist leaves a confrontation at a grocery store saying you can't save everyone, is it hard when you yourself can't save everyone? Gosh, that is a great question. And that is the primary question that's on Eric Steele's mind in the first book, Man of War. You can't save everybody. And he learns that in a very deep and personal way. And when you're on the battlefield, one of the things that you know is that the mission always has to come first. And sometimes that means you can't save everybody on the battlefield. And so that's a, that's a critical lesson that Eric Steele learns in the first book, and he's beginning to implement in the second book. And so he, he's in this grocery store, and Eric Steele sees a, a, you know, a, a drunk guy sort of a, abusing his, his wife. And the old Eric Steele would step in and put a stop to that instantly. But he realizes that he's trying to get back onto active status because he was injured in the first book, and he has to be on his best behavior. And he, he says to himself, you know what, you can't save everybody. And he walks out of the store. And ultimately that moment, it, you know, it ends up being a catalyst for him to do the right thing later in the book. But again, these are the types of dilemmas that Eric Steele wrestles with on a day-to-day -day basis. And again, they're not unlike... Uh, the dilemmas that our, our American servicemen and women deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. Switching gears at my office, we have an employee whose son is part of the 82nd Airborne and has been disabled due to a training accident. If you could, how would you change the VA? Well, I would make it easier for veterans to access their care. Right now, the, there's a calcified bureaucracy that makes it almost impossible for veterans to get health care. Once they get health care, the health care can be and is world-class in a lot of places, but it's getting access to it that's a difficult that's difficult, and what I would do is probably modernize that and try to figure out a way to get veterans access to their care easier. Time's running out, so it's time for the Rocket Eight. First thing that comes to your mind, no pressure. Got it. I'm ready. I'm ready. What event in your life would make a great movie? Uh, my service in Afghanistan. Last place you went on vacation? Nags Head, North Carolina. How often do you talk to your fellow outlaws? 
Um, once a month. Favorite song right now? Favorite song right now? Oh my gosh. Um, um, uh, more than a feeling. What will you do when the last U.S. soldier leaves Afghanistan? Uh, have a drink for the people that never made it back. What charity do you believe in supporting? Um, the American Warrior Initiative. You chose to serve our country. What do you tell kids who want to serve their country now? Realize early and often that to leave a legacy in this world is to, rec is to recognize that it's not about you. As a veteran, what do you want to say to the men and women who daily defend our freedoms around the world? That I'm so proud to have served right next to him and been a part of that mission. And that, you know, no, even knowing what I know now, as horrible as it was, I would go back and do it all again in a second, and your service is worth it. All Out War is the book, available everywhere. Sean Parnell is the author. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for, hey, that was really fun. Thank you for having me. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic.